me! Welcome to our Halloween there yet. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime single white female. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm on sure. the market, fellas. <laughs> if anybody's looking, so is Brendan. <laughs> You're in the same you boat. Know what? Your competition. You know what? You think it'd be a good place to find someone through your audience, uh, podcast audience? No. If you're listening, you're just saying, don't contact me. I don't, I don't, don't want, talk to me. I want someone with higher standards than them would listen to this podcast. Hey, hey, don't insult our listeners like that. You're beautiful listeners. I we love you. I want someone who hasn't listened to me for 100 hours already because it's going to be the same story over and over again. Yeah, I feel like we've learned that. <laughs> I it got 20 episodes in me and then I just loop I just start repeating myself <laughs> me too uh, if you start a 60s TV podcast you'll date those listeners Ooh. <laughs> that would yeah. be a great way for you to find a partner let's that's, do that Can we that's get my that demo going? <laughs> do you know Charlie McCarthy the ventriloquist dummy from the 30s we're in we got something to talk about <laughs> perfect go all the way back <laughs> God, what, that's how you find I'm an immortal. I just have really outdated references. That's the only thing that calls me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say that because that's the clo- uh, single white female is the closest thing I have to the show we're watching today. Because I know literally nothing about it. All right. Yeah, same. <laughs> what do we have going on this week? Uh, this week, we are watching what is... From what I gather, this is like the horror anime. We're watching Higurashi, When They Cry. Yeah, we've looked up a few uh, horror lists of anime to like get, you know, we want to make the Halloween 5 special. And yeah, we don't know many, so (laughs) a lot of the lists kind of repeat themselves. So I saw, I've seen Higurashi on there a lot too. Yeah, and the, the other thing... And why I wanted to do it now is because it got rebooted. So oh. there's a remake right now. I'm pretty sure it's just exactly the same. Like, it's not like a Brotherhood type thing where it's following oh. the manga or anything like that. I think it's just a remake because it is, like, so successful or whatever. Um, but there weren't enough episodes out of that to for us to watch that, so... Gotcha. It's too fresh, too new. Yep. <laughs> oh when no, we we're ever, being too topical. We're too this topical. <laughs> Within the episode, I referenced Charlie McCarthy <laughs> <laughs> and single white female. And single white female. I only know things in fifty-year increments. Holy shit! Single white females, forty years. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, that actually just hit me. Wow. Wow. Uh, Great. Uh, Cool. Sorry. (laughs) Have you guys heard of this show? Nah, no. I once, like, looking at those lists and seeing, like, screenshots from episodes, I've recognized the character. Like, I've Mm -hmm. seen this, like, green haired girl covered in blood before, but, like, no context. So I don't, I don't know anything about it, really. Gotcha. I weirdest time it was either when i was in sixth or seventh grade my Uh best friend at the time like loved this show huh yeah this came out 2007 so if that helps place it yeah well still i think that would be either it would be either end of sixth grade or beginning of seventh grade (laughs) um but yeah that's kind of what i know that's kind of how i know about it i loved like the character songs i don't know if that's really a thing anymore for anime but amvs like people making no oh like they would write songs that the voice actors would sing and they were like their characters songs Oh. oh like everyone has a specialized theme yeah so like for instance the melancholy of haruhi suzumiya Mm-hmm. Every character has either one or two character songs. 
Ah, okay. That does vaguely yeah. sound familiar. I, I vaguely remember stuff like that. Yeah, so that was the thing in this one. Um, but yeah, so I liked the music and the songs, but I never actually really watched it. I just knew about it through this friend. Nice. Got a, vaguely. Got, got a throwback recommendation from the, uh, <laughs> the 13 years ago. Oh, God. No. Something. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> hey, all... you should get around to watching this show uh, eventually. I'll do it. Eventually. A dozen years later. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Baker's a baker's dozen. dozen. <laughs> oh God. It's like well, we try to watch Buffy in college. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I've picked episodes 17, 19, and twenty. Oh. Because they seem like they go together. So. <laughs> Getting thrown into the thick of it. <laughs> we sure are. It's it's still under 400, so it's not as bad as One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get scary. Spooky time. What? Let's make sense of this. Hmm. <laughs> Let's decipher this puzzle. This you can we solve our anime puzzle? Quite yeah, I don't. I don't think this is a mystery show, but it is right now. Yeah, <laughs> where we so landed me, in it. <laughs> I last week after we recorded, I like apologized in advance because I had to read every synopsis of every episode to pick episodes that seemed like they would form a coherent story because I didn't want this to be another, another situation <laughs> where we watched the first three episodes and there was nothing exciting happening at all. Mm-hmm. So I read every synopsis and I picked these three episodes because based on the synopses, it seemed like these would tie together pretty well. Little did I know, the storytelling in this show is whack. <laughs> so, I'm going to try, I have the. I have episode 17, so I'm going to try to uh, piece together what we mi- missed. So, from what I understand, uh, hold on, I've already lost my train. <laughs> <laughs> my Let's start off, I'm confused. <laughs> my mind, no, my mind just like went blank. Um... So there's the Sonozaki family. Uh, that's that's where that's where the twins are at, Mion and Shion. And I watched episode eight, and apparently there's like demon blood in their family. Oh. And in the town that they live in, there's this curse where like if you leave, you're like gonna die or something. Um. So they're pretty much there to like perpetuate this curse. Like that's what the Sonozaki family does. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then Mion is, like, the representative of the Sonozaki family, so, like, she goes and, like, talks to, like, village elders and stuff. Um, And then there's torture. There's, like, ritualistic torture (laughs) and stuff. Um, And apparently, like, the other thing is that they're, like, this is, like, a Groundhog's Day thing, I think, where, like, every four days, stuff just gets reset. Oh? Which is why, which is why, like, the, the season takes place in, like, arcs, like it does. Okay, because um, we hmm. when this episode started, we were watching episode seventeen, and the title card was like chapter four, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah chapter four, part two, and I was like, oh fuck, oh no, <laughs> we're in deep. <laughs> Should we yeah. know about part one? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, it seems like it wouldn't matter because it didn't make sense anyway. <laughs> no, and the reason the reason I went back and watched episode eight because I was like, is it always like this? <laughs> Where they're just talking all the time, but not really saying anything, but also we're getting a lot of information that doesn't make any sense. And it is. Oh, <laughs> It's great. always like this. Episode eight was just like a little slower paced. Gotcha. But anyway, we start off episode 17 with uh, Shion in bed, and she gets a phone call from her twin, Mion, who's on a payphone. And she tells Shion that this boy Satoshi called her and that he wants to apologize for what happened at school. So whatever that yeah. is, that <laughs> happens is a lot. It is never revealed in these three episodes what happens. Yeah. 
I, I understand that like this is part of the arc and like maybe you're watching this week to week so like maybe you don't really forget what's happening but at the same time you just might so maybe you should remind <laughs> your viewers what's going on in your show There's yeah plenty. it's very common for all forms of media to be like hey previously on the last episode even mm-hmm. if they don't say it in those explicit words like the first few minutes are usually oh after we fought about blah 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 uh, uh, blah blah exactly blah. it's like no they just hint at things of like after the fight after what happened with the character we don't know mm-hmm. after she unbarred my lisa frank pencil case and never gave it back that bitch that's what i thought it was <laughs> Um, so Mion gives Shion Satoshi's phone number so she can give him a call. And then we get the opening, and the opening used to be my jam. <laughs> used to be. I, well, it's, I was still rocking out to it. I think it's a, a fun, weird song, and I like all the flowery visuals. <laughs> it, it's not bad. We definitely have bad openings, but I definitely got strong industrial evanescence vibes from it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, if that's your jam, go for it. This is it. So. Yeah. Um. So Shion calls Satoshi, but he calls her Mion. So we got this twin switching situation. Mm, parent trap. And it gets confusing it. for the audience. And our theory is that it's supposed to be confusing for the audience because it's confusing for them. Like maybe they don't even know who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. <laughs> which um, is great when you're trying to grasp the basics of what what what's what, happening. What's happening? <laughs> um so yeah, he says he's sorry for whatever happened. Um The incident. The incident. And he says he'll never forgive the people who are making their lives hell. And she may be close to them, but he thinks she's different. Um, Because, again, it's her family that is, like, fucking shit up in this town. Um, And then she asks if he's okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm waiting on my next paycheck. I quit my job. I'm just worried about Satoko. She needs to get out and have fun. And I think maybe this is his cousin. Um, so he asks her to take Satoko to the Cotton Drifting Festival, <laughs> where people just rip fat. Just way fast. ahead of the vape craze in 2007. <laughs> yeah. Mm, fat um, cotton. And she's like, well, why aren't you taking her? And he's like, I have plans. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Um, and she says that she understands. And then he asks her if he, be- if she believes in... Uh, Oyoshiro and the curse of the town um, and Oyoshiro is the demon who curses anyone who leaves the village and um, because he was thinking about leaving he's like I don't think it's forgiven me um, so he his like aunt gets home and he hangs up um, and then we see him and he has a wild look in his eyes and he's dragging a bat through the woods um, and then the festival is going on, and we see some. There's a girl crew, and they're just there to have a good time. Girl crew, <laughs> vape um, night. Hehe. <laughs> <laughs> going out with the girls to get vaped. Uh, and then uh, Rika tells Satoko that like she doesn't have to worry about anything tonight. All they have to do is have fun. And she's like, no, I have too much on my mind. I'm five, and I'm thinking about too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep and intellectual. <laughs> I presume, why do like, dogs go woof <laughs> <laughs> like in my i'm pretty sure that like the main characters are in middle school so when i look at the small girls i'm like are you elementary actually six <laughs> <laughs> probably it's um, very possible i will say real quick every time i heard cotton drifting festival i just heard grandpa from the rugrats like cursing like a prospector like, that's <laughs> cotton drifting festival guy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you always yell at me for my Glasky Shufo reference. <laughs> yeah, you've been on a streak lately. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I have no defense um, for that. <laughs> so Rika asks Satoko, what if the thing that's making you miserable got erased from your life? And Satoko is like, that's stupid. That can't happen. And then Rika is like, but that's what's destined to happen. Um... And we don't know what the thing making her miserable is. So, rock on. The enigma. Um, And then we see a woman walking through the woods. And 
This is uh, Satoshi's aunt. Um, and she like comes up to a cabinet in the woods that Satoshi like told her about so she could flip it. Did anyone else think of the clown box from the uh, My Brother, My Brother <laughs> show? Because I did. You must put a sacrifice into the clown box. Um, that would be scarier. Oh, yeah. That would make this show better. <laughs> um, so she's like examining the cabinet and he's waiting there for her and he just fucking wrecks her with the bat. A lot of blood just sprays. Like, a lot of blood. A lot of blood. <laughs> like thick. It looks like ketchup. Yeah, it's... Chunky. The way it splashes. Um, and then there are some old dudes worrying about something that happened. <laughs> uh, they say it happened three times and it's bound to happen a fourth. I think what it is is that kids sneak into like the ritual shed and they see like the torture devices. So then they have to kill them. Mm. Um, and the police find the woman's uh, body, the ant, and her face is completely smashed in. So they don't know who she is. Um, and then, uh, I think it's Shion is on the phone with someone talking about it, and she asks them if they knew where Satoshi was, and they're like, no, I don't. Um. I was confused when they found the aunt's body, because one of the cops is like, uh, based on how she's dressed, we could probably determine who she is pretty quickly. And I'm like, I just imagine cops going around and be like, did you see a woman with a pink shirt and shorts? Because <laughs> that's how she's dressed, and that's not descriptive at all. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's my grandma. Everything cool? Uh, um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Maybe I should I have w- given you more context rather than just asking about random clothing. I wanted to know where she bought them. They looked great. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Nothing to worry about, kid. <laughs> uh, so I've d- I deciphered that Shion is uh, when she has her hair down, she's Shion, and when she has it in the ponytail, she's Mion. So uh-huh. as yeah, as Mion, she goes to see Satoshi, and they're shopping for Satoko's birthday, and he wants to buy her this big teddy bear, but he can't afford it yet. And then Mion is like, well, let's just go talk to the shopkeep so he can hold it for you. Um, And then Mion, she, well, you know, she's Mion right now. She makes fun of him for not thinking of holding it before. And he thanks her and, like, pats her on the head. <laughs> Lay away, my bruh. Also, I'll Come be on. honest with you right now. I didn't realize that uh, there was twin identity swapping until the next episode we watched. So all of this, I was like, oh, the one main character. I did not (laughs) pick up on uh, hidden identity stuff going on. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little confusing. I'm sure it won't come back or anything. It's not relevant. Nah. Nah. Um, And then the police, like... They, like, corner them on the street, and they're like, hey, we're looking for you, Satoshi. And obviously he's worried because he just murdered his aunt. (laughs) Um, And then Shion is like, oh, I can give you an alibi. We were eating dinner together. And then the police guy is like, well, Mion, we saw you with, uh, we saw you with your girl crew at the festival. (laughs) Get vaped. Um, And then she, like, reveals, like, she's like, well, I'm not Mion. I'm actually Shion Sonazaki. Um, so you, you know, I was with him, so whatever. Um, and she's like, you're welcome to look up my family if you want to. And then they go away. Um, and she's just like, hey, Satoshi, just tell them you were with me all day. That's going to be your alibi. It's fine. Um, and then she's like, are you mad that I lied to you about being me on? And he's like, nah, (laughs) whatever. I, I'm so chill. Uh, a family member's dead, but that's cool. <laughs> I killed my aunt, and you are not who I thought you were for the past however long, but it's fine. It's cool. I, we're all lying about everything right now. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't until she talked to him that I realized there was twins, so I thought when she said to the cop, like, no, I'm my twin, you can look it up in the family history. I'm like, shit, that's a bold bluff. To just tell a cop, like, fucking look it up, and it's being a full-on lie, and be like, oh, wait, it's true, okay? Yeah. yeah uh, that would be pretty crazy. I, I, too, didn't realize there were twins at this point. I was playing coy before, just saying, oh, I didn't know they were the switching identities. T- totally thought she was lying about having a twin. Did yeah. not pick up on uh, the opening scene having two identical characters talking to each other. Uh-huh. Um, so the police take them to the station to question them separately. Uh, but when they get there, um, 
Xi'an has like family members waiting for her and they take her away. And in her inner monologue, she's like, I never would have guessed what would happen to me in my worst nightmares. Um, and so she gets to the family home and Mion is there and she tells Xi'an that their grandma is super mad at her. Ooh. For what? Again, like we don't really know. Like she doesn't <laughs> say, she doesn't say if it's because she revealed that she was pretending to be Mion. Like, see, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, unclear. Um, so Mion takes her into a torture chamber and their grandma's there and she yells at her for hanging out with Satoshi. So that's why, because their families are like feuding. This is Romeo and Juliet. Um, and Shion goes off at the old lady. Like, she's like, I'm tired of holding my tongue. Like this whole family feud thing is ridiculous. And she just yells and yells. And the grandma is mad at Satoshi specifically. Like, she's not like, it's not just, like, his family. I also just hate him. And like, okay, well. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought we had a thing going here for, like, the reasons of why we're killing people. But if it's just whoever, then all right. Uh, and then uh, she, while she's, like, ranting, Shion is like, well, Mion is just jealous of me and Satoshi. Um, so that's, like, where you've been getting your information about us. Mion has just been telling you what's going on. And then Shion says that their family issues mean nothing to her and that she's in love with Satoshi. And, like, why should anything else matter? Yeah, it's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yep. And then Mion isn't having this. And she's like, Shion, you may hate being in this family, but you're one of them, so you have to deal with it. Um, and then Shion says it doesn't mean anything to her to be part of this family. Um, and then Mion is like, you better apologize to grandma right now. And Shion is like, but why? <laughs> what did I do wrong? What's as the if big she deal? Didn't just, as if Fuck she didn't all just of you scream. <laughs> it was so that, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, sure, like, we got dropped into the thick of the story. But then there's also shit like this, <laughs> where it's just like, what do you mean I did something wrong? Like, <laughs> just the scene by itself, like, yeah. as a scene is like, what's happening here? Yeah, you just what do you 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 obviously just did wrong by but, your family. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that might also lead credence to your idea that like they the twins don't know who they are because I think Shion might be I don't know insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially after I mean, the stuff we see her do later on. Yeah. Um. So Mion threatens her by bringing Satoshi into things, and then Shion loses it and apologizes to Mion, and she gets on her knees and calls her master. Yeah, that was weird. Mm. Cool. <laughs> um, Great. I think it's just because like she's the family representative, so she's like the the big wig. Yeah, master for like the whole family, not specifically big child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I hate that pairing of words for some reason. That got a very visceral <laughs> reaction. <out> of me. <laughs> Good. Now I know. <laughs> um. So then they bring out the device. The device that pulls off fingernails. Yeah, everyone's got one of those. I also like that you just casually whipped out the sentence, Grandma led her into the torture chamber and none of us addressed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once this machine came out, I was like, oh yeah, this is a horror anime. <laughs> right. Because nothing up until this point besides like, ah, oh, demon, curse, torture, room. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so... I had to scroll down to the bottom of my notes. Where am I? Here it is. So, uh, to pay recompense, Shion has to have one fingernail pulled for each of her missed deeds. And if she, if she, like, pulls all three of them off, she will be forgiven. Um, and will, like, also, like, other people will be forgiven um, for whatever they did. Meh. They say that one is for Satoshi. Um, so she's like, okay, great. Um, I'm going to do it then. Um, and she has to do it to herself. She like rigs her hand up in the thing and she has to like push down on this, this other part that will pull her fingernail off. So she does her pinky. It seems very painful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Mion is like, are you giving up? And she's like, no, I can do it. I can handle this. But then on the second nail, the contraption, like, misses. 
Yeah, so she like hits the lever at a weird rail. angle and it doesn't fully take it off. She's like, oh yeah. no, that one didn't fully count. I gotta do it again. Fuck. Yeah, it looks it looks like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um and then she that's when she like loses her mind about the pain, and then Mion rushes over trying to like comfort her a little bit. Um, Even though she's like, you still gotta do it, and I'm making you do this, but, oh, sister. Oh my god, I love you. Come on. <laughs> oh my god, twinsies. <laughs> um, and then some dudes come over, and they put, like, a pillowcase over her head, and they finish the job for her as she screams in pain. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. And then she goes home, and she throws up, and she's <laughs> like, okay, I was forgiven, and now I need to forget about Satoshi, because if I keep like interacting with him my family is gonna do something to him and then she goes into town and she sees that the big teddy bear he wanted is gone and she like congratulates him in her mind for buying it and then i guess the coach from their school he drives up (laughs) and he's like hey meon and then she's like actually i'm Shion. i've been lying to you for a long time everybody she tells is just like oh okay cool interesting Ah, uh, I've seen Parent Trap. I know how twins work. That's fine. <laughs> one of my Got few, me again. One of my few notes for this episode is just, oh, Parent Trap, but with a murder mafia family. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, And then the cop man comes, and he talks about her hand injury as if he knows what happened. Um, And then he takes her to the station, and she's like, I don't want to talk about mine and Satoshi's alibi anymore. And he's like, well, I don't either. I want to talk about what cool. happened yesterday. And she's like, uh, what? And he's like, Sato, she dipped. <laughs> this boy is gone and just, he left and didn't come back. And she freaks out. Um, and then he explains that his theory is that Sato, she killed his aunt. And he's right. Um, and then um, uh, someone then tells Shion that they have someone else in custody for killing Satoshi's aunt. Um, so I guess they're just trying to cover that up. Like, the chief of police seems to know that Satoshi is the one that killed his aunt. But because he's gone, they're just like, ah. Uh, we'll my jurisdiction. somebody else. I can't, I can't chase a murder over city lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they talk about the town curse some more, but somehow Satoshi got out. Um, and that's, that's episode 17. All right. Lots of lots of shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to lead off with my second to last note oh. because it dramatically changes everything about what I thought was going on. Uh. Apparently, uh, somewhere in episode 18, there's a year time jump. Yeah. See, that's the thing, too. The synopsis did not mention this. So, and like obviously... And going back into they don't explain anything in this show, I truly did not realize that watching a whole episode of this show until the last, like, two minutes where they're like, this is a year later. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Time, much like in the coronavirus lockdown, in anime, has no meaning. Yes. At least in this one. At least in this one. So, yeah. Uh... So, basically, what I'm piecing together is, uh, at some point in episode 18, pre-time jump, after time jump, whatever, uh, Satoshi ends up dead, and, Mm -hmm. uh, Shion is out for revenge. Yeah, baby. So, uh, the, uh, that's as much backstory (laughs) as, uh, I have on, uh, how things link up. Uh, so we start out with Mion. Just having Xion like prisoner, just like uh, uh, holding her hair as she's like making phone calls, talking about uh, uh, two other people died from Oshihiro's curse. Uh, but uh, Xion has a taser. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't plan on that, did you, idiot? (laughs) Surprise! Technology wins again. Yeah, Shion has a taser, tases Mion, and reverses it, so now uh, she throws her in the uh, torture dungeon. Yeah, we're introduced to a a dungeon. (laughs) A big cave system under the house. Yeah. Yeah. 
so, uh, basically, they were gonna try to blame the death on, like, the rival family, the Hojo family that, uh, Xion is from, or not Xion, uh, a, a boy, Satoshi. 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 I didn't write his name down. <laughs> uh, let me. Blonde boy. Blonde boy, Romeo, Satoshi. He's already Whatever. he's already dead. Yeah, he's already dead. <laughs> That's why I didn't write his name in my notes because I was like, I guess it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, uh, she's like, all right, I'm in control now. Goes to the grandma, the matriarch in control, and tasers her too. Uh, so she throws me on in the dungeon and questions about the connection to the damn conflict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that damn I, conflict. <laughs> I guess this is the source of the hatred between that, their family and the Hojo family. Sure. Uh, cool. And, uh, uh, Mion is like, I, I have no say over it. It's all uh, gran- granny's uh, doing. So, uh, Xion goes to question Granny, but weird, when you taser, like, a 90-year-old woman, they don't take it too well. So she's dead. <laughs> Not thrilled about that. Oops. Oops. Oh, no. I fully wouldn't, uh, doubt if it was, like, some secret of, like, ah, Grandma's a master at faking her own death and just, like, riddled herself unconscious this whole time and is gonna come back in the second to last episode and be like, haha, I was alive the whole Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, me either. Uh, I I was thinking that until she, um, just in a fit of rage, just fucking bull whips her like fifty <laughs> times, just her corpse in a wheelchair. Uh, but uh, using the knowledge that Granny's dead that Beyond doesn't have, uh, she wheels the body down and is like, "Hey, I got Granny here. If you don't tell me about the secret well where you dump all the bodies." Uh, I'll, I'll kill her and throw her down there. And Mion's like, no, don't kill this obviously alive woman. Uh, it's in, the well is in the, uh, cell across from me. In the dark corner. She goes over and sees there's, like, a staircase. And she's like, ah, sick. So, uh. Never been down these stairs before. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never, uh, thoroughly explored the, uh, prison in the basement. Uh. So, uh, once she... <laughs> Sorry, I just imagine, like, they renovated that have murder families out there, some other family buys a house, and there's just a single refrigerator in the murder basement. You know, like, everyone's got the fridge in the <laughs> garage. The sodas. Yeah, just the sodas and, like, the other groceries that didn't fit in the real fridge. And it's just, like, <laughs> in this giant murder cavern, just one fridge with, like, a <laughs> half a six-pack of soda. <laughs> Yes, there's some sick parties down there. <laughs> yeah. This is where we keep the bodies. This is our torture room. There we have the fridge and where we keep our skis in the off season. <laughs> in the off season. The Halloween decorations we don't need to use in the main season. We don't box them up because we want it extra spooky down here. We don't want to uh-huh. crumple it. <laughs> uh, uh, that's where my mind is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mion, uh, well, Shion's like, haha, Granny's dead. Fooled you. You gave me the information, anyways. Uh, and Mion's like, oh, you're just doing this to avenge Satoshi. And this is where I learned Satoshi was dead. So. <laughs> uh, and Shion's like, I will kill you too if I find out you're involved. So far, you're saying you're being honest to me, but if I learn you lied to me, I'm murdering and torturing you, too. So, uh, the next morning, someone calls for Grandma, and uh, Xion, pretending to be Mion, is like, oh, she's asleep. Can I take a message? And they're like, okay, there's going to be an emergency meeting at the shrine. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Cool. Another person calls... I don't know what the fuck was going on with the second <laughs> phone call, so I'm going to ignore it, because it doesn't That's seem fine. to factor in. <laughs> don't even remember it. Yep, so, uh, uh, apparently this round of the curse is because four people broke into the tool shrine. It's where they have their 
murdery stuff, but they go under the guise of, oh, it's sacred, so the demon gets you. Uh, one person will be murdered, and the other will be spirited away. But since there's four of them, we have two confirmed dead bodies, and the two other people who will potentially be spirited away, i.e. just murdered, but their bodies won't be found because they throw them in a fucking well, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, is uh, Shion and uh, Keiichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes over and messes with Keiichi, uh, pretends that M- uh, Mian already questioned him. I don't know. He doesn't really factor in, but he's at risk. Uh, cool. <laughs> She's freaking him out for whatever reason. All right. Um, I think she was trying to get information out of him, but Mian got information out of him last night, so now he's confused. And it's like, well, my digging for information didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so uh, she goes to the shrine meeting, and uh, they're discussing the curse and all the the murders. And there's a a, a village grandpa, I guess, who's the leader. <laughs> grandpa uh, Joe. Yep. So uh, Mion, uh, or fuck, Shion, pretending <laughs> to be Mion, uh, is now it like, makes sense. Yeah. She's like, okay, I have to pretend to be the uh, voice of this family. Okay, let me psych myself up. This is Ooh. so funny to me that it's just a group of old men and then a teenage girl <laughs> yeah. who is, is the their head leader. of her family for some reason. It's very weird. Uh, but yeah, so she's like, okay, we've confirmed that these two dead bodies are a part of the curse because they broke into the shrine. And everyone's like, oh, the oh, oh, murder, oh, blah. Uh, and then she mentions that uh, Xi'an and Keiichi are next, and no one seems to react that much. So she's like, hmm, they seem to know what's up, or what's coming next. I can't trust any of these people. Uh, she, she makes a comment, <clears throat> excuse me, she makes a comment where it's like, how can they be so cold and like not, not responsive to when I say, like, we gotta hunt down these two people and kill them, and be like, yeah. That's what your village does. Like, yeah, that's your whole what? thing. That's the whole deal. <laughs> I've only seen two episodes and I'm already on board with them. What are you talking about? <laughs> I am for this political party. <laughs> I'm okay Whatever with they this. are in this town. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, she brings uh, the grandpa leader guy back to the house. And she's still pretending to be Mion. Is like, oh yeah, it was definitely Shion that broke into the shrine. but. We we don't gotta uh, kill her, right? <laughs> we we can just let this one slide, right? <laughs> and uh, he's like, I mean, based on the curse, if she's truly remorseful, we don't have to kill her. And she's like, all right, sick, cool. Uh, and she asks more questions about uh, uh, Satoshi dying, and he's like, oh yeah, we kind of just hated that family, so we had to do it. And she's like, but didn't Shion ripping her fingernails out count for anything a year ago? And this is at the point where I'm like, fuck, this is a year later. (laughs) Oh, yeah, her hand isn't bandaged up anymore. I guess some time has passed (laughs) because she has fingernails again. I fully just, like, hand wave that to, like, it's anime. Like, you know, when someone gets cut in a scene and then the next scene that cut's gone. Like, I figured it was just continuity error. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) same. Uh, but basically, uh, he sort of let slip that, oh yeah, ripping the fingernails out didn't change anything. We hate the Hojo family, so he was gonna die anyways. You ripped your fingernails out for nothing. Uh, we just did that for fun. It was just a fun prank. It was a good goof. It was a good bit. Uh, I, I needed, uh, some arts and crafts supplies. I was Ooh. just out of artificial fish scales for the, uh, thing I was making, so I just needed three more. My diorama. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, so, uh, she sort of reveals, like, ah, you m- motherfucker, you say it's this curse and this demon stuff, but it's just a bunch of murderous people who just love to keep murdering and tasers him. <laughs> and that's her that's her weapon that's, that's her go-to. weapon of choice yeah and that's where we end episode 19 <laughs> oh boy uh and as in good television the taser instantly knocks everyone out like a swift you know hit to the back of the head 
instantly knocked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that always bothers me. Um, episode 20. It starts off with Shion, I think. Uh, calling the boy from the last episode, didn't write his name down, don't care. Um, <laughs> saying people died from the curse and her family's covering it up. And he's and maybe the villagers are in on it too. And he's like, well, you talked me into going into that tool shed. So you wrote me into this of people who should be getting killed. How are you going to fix this? She's like, huh, interesting. What if I, and then like hangs up. She's like, I don't care about you anymore. It's like, oh, <laughs> cool, okay. Um, and then uh, she thinks they're all following her grandmom's wishes. Like her grandma was ruling this town before this, or this village before this. So they fi- she figures they're just following her instructions still. Uh, so she hangs up on him and then calls the village leader. Uh, no. Yes? No, she, yeah, she calls the village leader's house, but that's the guy she tased and kidnapped last episode. So someone else at his house answers it. Let's say his son, for fuck's sake. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, the village leader's not here. He hasn't been back for a while. She's like, oh, we should send a search party out to look for him. I'll go and help, too. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we can call the cops. She's like, sure, whatever, bye, and hangs up. Very, um, very among us. Very, very sus. Mm-hmm. She's just pretending. And it's also interesting, she's like, we'll do a search party, and I'll come with you. And then we see her the rest of the episode, she doesn't join the search party, and no one questions her why she wasn't with the search party that she organized. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> um, so after she calls him, she hangs up, and it goes down to torture the village leader in the basement. So he's, like, wrapped up in a ch- hanging from a chain, like, by the neck. Uh, and she says, uh, she wants answers, and he says, like, I don't know if I can give them to you. Like, I might not know stuff. I'm a dumb old man. She's like, all right, all right, I believe you. But what if, uh, is the blonde boy still alive? And he's like, ah, I find it hard to believe that he would still be alive. She's like, that, it's unnecessarily dancing around the issue. (laughs) We're just like, yeah, just say yes. (laughs) Like, you're already hanging from a chain, like, by your neck in a torture chamber by a psychopath. (laughs) Why, why be coy? (laughs) She already knows he's dead. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... And uh, he says uh, her grandma, he, it's a long wind away, but he basically says her grandma has the ability to manipulate the police as well. So by saying that the blonde boy was like spirited away, it was just a, like, you know, a wild goose chase to keep the police busy to not find the real body, which is apparently down the well. So he's like, why would she do that? And uh, Shion's like, so people would think he got spirited away and wasn't just murdered by her. So it's just a long... Uh, Wild goose chaser going on and you know, involving the whole place and the whole village and stuff. Uh, then the leader says, uh, oh, then Shion asks, like, who did it? Who killed Blonde Boy? Who killed my Romeo? And he's like, there's a rule uh, within the village that we don't ask who did it or how they did it. Like, it's just like, hey, you got, like, someone's got to kill this guy. And then it gets taken care of the next day and no one questions. You more. got this one? You got Cool, thanks. <laughs> I did it last week. My arms are tired. It's like, oh, you told <laughs> um so uh he says like people do it on like behalf of this curse basically confirming like yeah the curse is bullshit it's our way of manipulating the people in the village so uh she Shion says that uh, uh says all that and says that uh she <laughs> oh she says that's it and then runs off into a cell and he, like finds the well in the back of the cell and this when i'm like i don't know if i wasn't paying attention or just just i'm so confused she just randomly runs off um and, yeah, she finds the cell that Blonde Boy, I guess, was held in and his body was thrown down. And, yeah, she just sees the ladder going into darkness. We don't actually see, like, the bottom of it or she doesn't actually go down it. She just finds the mm-hmm. well. Uh, <clears throat> and when she gets there, she collapses in a dramatic fit of, like, oh, no, my lover, he's dead. And drops the flashlight that rolls behind her that uh, projects her shadow onto the wall. But she's going crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. This gets me very emotional because I'm just so <laughs> Choked confused. up. I'm I'm allergic to uh, uh, continuity and storyline. Um, <laughs> so the shadow is projecting on the well, wall. Well, then bottom. this show should be fine. Yeah. For <laughs> Hypoallergenic. Oh, you're just, in that yeah, regard. sorry, I got that mixed up. <laughs> um, yeah, so her shadow is projecting on the wall in front of her, and she's seeing it as the shadow of her Romeo, of the blonde boy. And she starts talking to him of, like, uh, how could they do this to you? Like, I just want to be with you. Um, maybe if I'll jump, if you catch me, we'll be safe. And he's like, no, I'm super dead. 
don't do that. If you jump, you will die. Yeah, and I I couldn't tell if that's what she wanted. Like, we'll die, to, we'll be together. Or if it was just like, I don't know, she thought he was actually there. Because she's talking to a shadow. That isn't him. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, don't jump. Uh, stay safe. Don't kill yourself. And, like, don't come after me. I'm already super dead. And she's like, oh, nah, that that sucks, man. But you know what? Uh, what is it? Oh, and she says, like, all right, I'll live for his sake. And then she runs back to her sister in a jail cell who didn't mention it, but she's in, like, a negligee or, like, a nightie. And I didn't understand why. <laughs> That's their prison uniform. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, it's very confusing to me why her sister had to change her to throw her in a jail cell. Um, yeah, I she, had to go back and check because I was like, I'm pretty sure she wasn't wearing this when she got tasered. And she was in like a kimono. <laughs> yeah. And just like, she wanted her to look dramatic. It just uh, it's very weird to me. There haven't been enough big titties in this show yet. Yeah. <laughs> Better show these middle school ones. Uh, uh, and yeah, she runs back to her sister. And she's like, hey, is his body down that well? And she's like, yeah, that's that's where we put all the bodies. Um, and she's like, oh, uh, her sister's like, oh, but I pleaded, uh, to save his life. I pleaded, like, don't kill blonde boy. Like, maybe we can, like, work this around. We don't need to just kill him right away. And that's when she starts freaking out, like, no, you bet you lied. You know, knowing she didn't do that. And she didn't even try to save him. Um, so then the next morning, she meets up with some random characters. I'm sure they came up in the last 17 episodes. Um. (laughs) And they all think she's Mion, her sister, because her hair's up. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was out so late searching last night. I was up till 3 a.m. torturing and killing my grandma. I mean, uh, searching <laughs> for the village leader. Um, and once again, you think someone would have seen her searching with them as search parties go. Uh, and then so she's just with two random schoolmates. And then as they're walking and talking, they meet up with two other random schoolmates. These are the two younger girls who we presume is in elementary school, like, I don't know, six or I don't know, however old you are then. Babies. Little little kids. And they uh, they talk about, like, the one girl with, like, long bluish hair, purplish hair. How, like, the one girl starts freaking out, like, how oh, she's so cute and adorable. She does, like, a nyan, like, cat peace sign thing. I was like, all right, I'm sick of her. Um, <laughs> it also just straight up doesn't match the tone of what's going on all around. Nope. I, I also just really hate the anime trope of, like, one character who is just beyond cute and everyone obsesses over him it's so fucking adorable i've never met anyone like either of those two personality types in my life and it's nico nico nee. it's just <laughs> enraging um so yeah they say like the one girl's super cute and she's part of one of the great families so within this village there's one family that controls everything but then there's great families that control everything as well so it's like i guess a mafia like levels of control i don't know um and Shion starts getting mad at the little girl <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, so they go to school, and then after school, she uh, pulls her aside and starts getting mad at her, asking, like, what she thinks about the troublemakers, the people who went into the tool shed and saw the forbidden tools that no one's supposed to do, and uh, if they need a way to distinguish themselves, to, like, kind of redeem themselves. And she's speaking kind of for herself to see if there's a way she can save herself, because I guess she went into the tool shed with them. Um, And the little girl says she's a priest of this god demon thing i wrote down the name i'm not even gonna pretend to say it um <laughs> and she's like a priestess for it and she of like, course she is of course she is mm-hmm. she's the, she's this the pope six-year-old child <laughs> child pope it's the new hit show coming to hbo isn't there a hot pope isn't that actually a show <laughs> uh god, the young pope uh, young pope god television's garbage yeah um <laughs> And she says, uh, she says, like, oh, so Shion's like, oh, so you're the priestess, so you speak on behalf of the demon god? And the little girl's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what it means. Sorry. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm hot shit in this village. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> and then Shion just slaps her around a few times, because, I don't know, I guess she hates being undercover and uh, keeping a disguise together, so she just starts slapping a little child around. Um and she keeps saying, like, how can her family make sure the troublemakers will distinguish themselves? And the little girl's like, why do you keep saying distinguish? Like, what a weird choice of words. Um, and Shion says that the little girl is just as bad as her grandma for, like, running things and, like, manipulating people and telling them who to kill and stuff. And she's just as guilty as her grandma. And I can't wait to kill her, too. It's like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Sick. Dope. Good protagonist. Uh, then we cut to Shion. 
for reflect just in her house stabbing at the ground with a knife reflecting on how all of her loved ones are dead and that, like there's no one left for her so she's just gonna kill everyone it's like great cool uh that night you killed your grandma <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe those murderers murdered people i'm gonna murder them as revenge it's like honey uh, we do, do you see the iron her blood her bad demon blood uh, that night, uh, or while she's stabbing the ground, the doorbell rings and she goes to answer it. And it's the little girl from before. How convenient. And she's here with a big old bottle saying, hey, can I bar- uh, borrow some of your soy sauce? I'm like, that's wild. Fucking what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What an insane request. What a bit. What a comedy bit <laughs> for this supposed <laughs> horror show. <laughs> what a good goof. I... Is this the equivalent of asking for a cup of sugar? Which is also really dumb. But I guess it was topical or uh, relevant back in the 30s. And we just still keep using that bit. Um, And Shion's like, sure, uh, come on in. Let me go get you some soy sauce. And as they're walking, she mentions in her head, like, hey, I don't hear her footsteps. And she, like, turns around to catch her. She's, like, still there. And she does, like, a little goof with the bottle. And they keep walking again. She's like, oh, she's matching her footsteps with my footsteps so she can be stealthy. It's like. But she's already, you already know she's there. What? What? Is anyone else in this house? Why does she have to be stealthy? <laughs> I think it's just a way to make her seem suspicious. Like, the little girl's doing shit. And it's like, I don't. All right. Um, so she thinks uh, the little girl's up to something. And uh, when they get there, she goes to pull out the soy sauce from, like, a cabinet on the ground. And when Shion's bent down, she looks at the little girl. The little girl just has pepper spray. And it's like, gotcha, bitch! And sprays her. And it's just like... <laughs> Oh, okay. As she ends on the ground, the little girl gets on top of her with the pepper spray and pulls out a needle, like a syringe full of something. And uh, so they start fighting because she ends like, I don't know what's in there, but I don't want it. I'm not into that. I'm clean. And uh, so it's pepper spray versus taser. And they have a little bit of a fight and a scuffle. And uh, Shion's able to throw up some papers and distract her and then dive through the papers to taser and knock the girl on the ground. And while she's knocked down, she takes the needle and injects it into the girl, basically being like, I don't know what this is, but it's in you now. Good luck. And I really hoped it was just like the death note. Like, I knew we'd get into a fight, but I knew you'd be stronger than me. So I prepared like super steroids in this syringe because I knew you would inject it into me. And now I'm sh- <laughs> like, I thought it'd go into a bigger fight scene and the girl would just be like, you know, a Yu Yu Hakushu demon, like a giant mon- muscle monster. <laughs> and I was that kinda, would be fun. That would That's been, too fun for this. That's the thing. That would have been bonkers and insane, but it would have been knowingly insane. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So this girl gets injected with this drug and just kind of starts shaking and freaking out, but nothing else really happens. We never find out what's in the syringe. It doesn't really seem important for some reason. Um, so the little girl stands up. And says, like, oh, you're, uh, you can, like, try to torture me and try and get answers out of me, but I don't think I'm going to let you do that. I don't want that to happen. And Shion's like, oh, I don't think you're in a position to really have an opinion anymore, so I'd like to see you try. So the little girl gets up and gets, like, a kitchen knife that's just nearby, and she's like, oh, there's always a way out. They're like, I got my secrets. And then just slams the handle of the knife against the wall and then just starts slamming her neck into the knife on the wall like repeatedly and just stabbing yourself in the neck but using the wall to do it and it like it's just excessive she could have just slit her throat it's just like yeah. this well she it's her head not that it matters but she's doing it to her head oh uh, well she that's the thing they also yeah never, i thought next sh- too they never show it's her head like the actual gore like when the ant got her head crushed in it cuts off at the head it doesn't show you the head so like for a scene like this, I wasn't clear what was happening. But once again, she could have just slit her throat if she wanted to die. And would have been much easier. Would have been a lot easier. So I don't know why she had to like put the knife against the wall and then bash her head against the wall into the knife. Like I'm just like, why? Like this is where it gets into the um, uh, Hostel and Saw movies, where I'm like, this is just excessively gory for no real reason. And, like I'm not a against gore, but I'm like, this is just dumb. Like there's no point to this. Um, yeah. So Shion starts gloating and uh, laughing and it's uh, like, ha one of my enemies is dead. I win. Um, and then right as she's covering up the body with papers, uh, the phone rings again. And it's the little girl's friend we saw earlier that day. And she's like, oh, is the little girl there? Uh, she's like, yeah, she came over for food, uh, something and I gave her a bunch of food. Uh, Do you want to come over to get food too? She's like, oh, okay, sure, I'll come on up. 
And she ends like, ha ha ha, I guess I'll murder another small child. Time to kill another baby. <sighs> and it's with this Because I'm it's, the good guy? I'm the protagonist. Yeah. Um, it's this time where Shion answers the phone. It's the second time someone calls and says, hey, is this person you just murdered there? And Shion says, yes, do you want me to get them? And my question is, what if they said yes? Because before it was the grandma, and now it's the little girl. And it's like, why does she offer that instead of like, yes, but they're busy. I can't get them right now. Like, Yeah, the simplest bluff to call. Yeah, just be like, oh yeah, sure, put her on real quick. She should be over there just getting a small thing. She shouldn't be occupied with anything. But instead she's like, oh, do you want me to get her? Like, no, that's okay. I don't want to bother her. And it's just like, why? I mean, I did just choice. call to get in touch with them, but mm, yeah. now that I know they're in them. another room. Ugh. Yeah. It's just like, now that I know that they're with you and perfectly safe. Super <laughs> safe. There's not a weird string of murders happening around you. So, uh, and also, yeah, that's episode uh, 20. So, yep. I know as uh, I know as much after watching three episodes as I did before watching three episodes. Same. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I went back and watched episode eight to try to find something Mm -hmm. and it seems like it's just the same thing of like vague talking about things that have happened and that's it and then someone (laughs) dies i'm glad you went back though like that we have that additional context of like it's not just we didn't just pick like three random weird episodes like it's just like this is kind of the whole show like this is the tone of the whole show so it's like I don't think it mattered which episode we picked if we're already this confused. Yeah, this is a grander experiment that started with another where we were like, okay, most horror series that we're watching are bad. Is it because we're watching select episodes? Uh, Like, another, we watched the first three and it was like, okay, nothing has picked up steam yet. Okay, Uh, experiment one (laughs) uh, didn't work. Okay, let's try experiment two. Let's jump right into the action and see if we can uh, work it out there. And nothing made sense because we didn't have the lead up. So it's like, okay, this also doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. I think the thing, too, when you think about it, like when we when we looked into more of another and like heard about the story, that also seemed really convoluted and like the twist was dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't even So remember. I feel like is it, that's just a theme with horror anime, I guess, is that well, they're just like, scary is convoluted. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to follow and there's a lot of blood. That makes it horror, right? It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, uh, and we talked about this before, like on the hundredth episode I talked about with like animes we would want to see or like want to make. And that's when I said, I don't think there's a lot of good horror anime out there, like especially Mm -hmm. in show forms, because all the best horror I know of are either novels, um, movies, or like short stories. Like Junji Ito does a lot of short stories. I like Stephen King novels and stuff. Um, There are great horror movies out there, but it's always like a self-contained thing and not a long-running series or even a 13-episode series is a little long, it seems. So it's hard. Yeah. It seems hard to keep that level of horror going without ruining like the twist and the surprises. Like anything more than two hours of horror is like we're running out of steam. Because um, mm-hmm. Dana, you kept watching Paranoia Age or yeah, Paranoia Agent. Yeah, and you said, and like we talked about with another words, like oh, the first three episodes didn't really pick up steam and didn't really capture us yet. But then you said Paranoia Agent, the first three episodes were your favorites. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even with a you know renowned crew that made a show as highly regarded as Paranoia Agent, it still seems like yeah, it kind of lost some steam towards the end of it. Like from what you were telling me, so I, yeah. I don't know if it's a great medium or if it just there aren't good stories or if I don't know. Like there's a billion different factors for what could go into make a show good or bad and stuff. We know that from uh, working yeah. on some stuff. But like you know maybe the, I mean, maybe the marketing where they're like oh make sure you include this character, but it's like oh that's forced in. We don't want to or you know this and that. Yeah, looking into horror anime, like, for this Halloween episode, um, I, I've i heard of Hellgirl before, and, like, reading about it... I, I watched um, Hellgirl. Um, reading about it, it seems like each episode is, like, a self-contained thing, mm-hmm. so I feel like maybe that is better, and then I also found one, um, I think it was called Shu, Shubai, you, you, Shubai, Shubai Yabai or something. Um, but it was like, it was a lot of episodes because each episode was only four and a half minutes and they were just about like Japanese horror, like folk tales. Um, so yeah, I do think that 
like you were saying, like a 13 episode series, or in this one's case, a 26 Six. episode series. Mm-hmm. That was based just on like a video game and got a live action uh, remake of it, and it's got a reboot of it. Like, it's got a lot to it. Like, it's a big franchise. Yeah. But, uh, like, it's, I can see how it would be difficult to keep a horror story going mm-hmm. for 22 times 26 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to think of any, like, even non-anime series that are horror that are a single narrative running because mm-hmm. like Twilight Zone is like ah oh, the short like, stories yeah it's all anthology short stories one-off episodes even like American Horror Story it's a season and then they just reset so it's like yeah, it's different every yeah. time yeah I was gonna say the Haunting of Hill House but now with the Haunting of Bly Manor it's kind of the same thing uh, okay. of American Horror Story I haven't watched Bly Manor yet but. It's, it's, they've changed. It's like the same actors playing different characters, like an uh, American okay. Horror Story. Interesting. Um, yeah, we, I, I was trying to think of them. Like, are there any good horror TV series I've watched or like I've enjoyed? I'm like, the closest I could maybe think of is Hannibal, but that's just a very gory thriller mystery. Like, that, I wouldn't even really consider it horror. There's definitely yeah. creepy elements to it and like some very horrifying imagery, but I wouldn't consider it horror per se. But I'm like, that's probably the closest I could think of of a like a long running show that had horror elements to it. Yeah, yeah, because like even stuff like Stranger Things, where it's like, yeah, there's horror stuff going on, but it's not like a horror whole, show. Yeah, it's not the whole genre. So it's it's. <laughs> I think we're realizing like, yeah, it's just a very difficult genre to do in a long running format. Because yeah. even with and I'm go, sorry. Uh, with it being as popular as it is, I'm sure some of our listeners at least probably really enjoy it. And if you do, I'm sorry that this was our experience of it. We just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to see some gore and I knew we probably wouldn't in the first three episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but even mm. with uh, Hell Girl, cause I watched a few episodes of that when it was airing cause a buddy of mine was really into it. Um, that's kind of the same thing where it's anthology where it's just like each episode focused on certain characters then uh, you see what happens to them. But then Hell Girl is a character like in another. And then there's like a weird group of spirits or devils. I don't really remember what they were, ghosts or whatever, that were with Hell Girl. So that's the ensemble cast of Hell Girl. And they're the main group who interact with new random side characters every episode. So then you see Hell Girl's overarching story. So I don't. So they couldn't do just an anthology theory, series where it's episodic each time and self-contained stories. Like, there is an overarching story with the girl, the titular mm. girl, Hell Girl. And yeah. I don't know. I I dropped it after, like, three or four episodes, so you can see how captivated I was. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it, it does have a loyal fan base like this one does. Yeah, it does. I just, I want, I want anime horror to be <laughs> so bad. Because I feel like it could be good. It, like, that's the thing. It's... It's the, th- uh, I, uh, uh, sorry, you're getting muffled. Like a cursed town? That sounds fun. There's a, l- but 26 episodes of it? Yeah. You, That's a bit much. You can't overstay the welcome, and there's so much that can be done really well. There's so many moments in anime and different shows that is horrifying. There are very chilling moments of episodes, but it, it you know, it kind of can't linger there, or it just runs out of steam, so it's, it's really difficult. But I mean, there's so much great horror manga, but it just, I don't know, mm. I guess it doesn't translate well when it's in motion, but they're doing yeah. um, Uzumaki, which is one of yeah. Jinji Ito's most uh, famous works, and I I even have a manga of it, and I don't like horror, I'm a big old pussy, <laughs> but I got a copy of it, and it's genuinely very upsetting to read. I like I tried reading it on a plane, and I could not, because I was in public and ashamed of it. Um, <laughs> but it is good, it is very well done, and at least the te- the teasers I've seen of it seem great, but I am curious if it has the same impact of reading it yeah. at my own pace in manga versus seeing it like presented to you at a different pace in animation. I hope it's good. I want it to be good so bad because te- I've never I've never read it. I need to read it. Uh, well, you've moved, but I was gonna say I can let you borrow it. I'm, uh, I've moved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it looks good, and hopefully it's better than the last Jinji Ito collection because that was very bad. So. Yeah. Well, anyway. we aren't there. Uh, if if you, <laughs> if you have weren't. a horror anime that you want us to try, <laughs> yeah. If if you listener, we always ask for requests, but 
we need to solve a case. <laughs> we need <laughs> this is a an experiment horror anime. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be super long running. It we just need a solid Perfect. example of a horror show that is Done not well. We'll say like more than like six episodes because at that point it's like long movie length and yeah, you can it's like, like a short film. Yeah. So if we can get a recommendation to break the slump to say, hey, <laughs> there are good horror anime series out there that is not Paranoia Agent. <laughs> great. We already watched that. Parasite already watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we we need those recommendations, and you can send them to us uh, through our email, arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, arewebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Maybe I'll just watch It 2017 for the 15th time. I'll join you. Thanksgiving anime. <laughs>